How often in life have you had the thought or the belief that your worth as a human being was dependent on how much you do for other people? How often in life have you had the thought or belief that you were only worthy based on how you performed, what your career was? How often in life have you bent your values or ignored your ethics or let your morals get really cloudy all because you were trying to glean the approval, gain the love, fit the mold? Where would you take your life if you knew you could not fail? I get it. As a stepmom, mom, and entrepreneur, sometimes it can feel like what everyone else expects of you versus what you dream about for yourself are on opposite ends of the spectrum. As a woman, you're taught from a very young age what society thinks you're worth based on how you look, how you behave, and how much money you're allowed to bring in. But I'm here to show you that you can be the woman who has it all and not just on the outside. I'm Brittany Lynch, and you are the queen of your castle. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Queen of Your Castle podcast. I am your host, Brittany Lynch. And I missed you. I missed you. I missed podcasting, but I missed you the most on my little two-week vacation that I just took from recording episodes and writing episodes, primarily from writing them. So thank you for being understanding and supportive and holding space for me for taking that time away. Uh, if you follow me on Instagram at the Step Queen, then you might have seen the story that I put up about this little tiny reset, rest and reset that I took from podcasting, from writing. If you don't follow me on Instagram at the Step Queen, then first of all, WTF, get moving. And second of all, let me fill you in. Let me fill you in on what, what I'm talking about. So a couple of weeks ago, I put up on Instagram a story that basically just said, you know, thank you for understanding, but I'm just going to be taking a break from podcasting for a couple of weeks. And I just want to point out here, you'll notice that I say thank you for understanding and not that I'm sorry I wasn't podcasting. Okay. But to make a long story short, basically, uh, since my mental health has stabilized after my new medication regimen has been implemented back in like March, I think. Either way, it's been a minute since I've been regulated, right? And I've been feeling back to good for a while now. But since I've been feeling good, I've basically been on like nonstop creative mode. I've written so, 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 so much content. I've written so much content. And don't get me wrong. Okay. Like it's fucking awesome that I get to wake up every day and do what I've dreamt about doing since I was a little girl. Like it's awesome. It's awesome that I've built my life in a way that I am able to plug the vocation of writer into my identity it's awesome that I've built my life in a way that I am able to take a break when my body is telling me to take a break. Like, it's awesome. I'm very grateful for that. So don't think for one second, I'm like, I don't want to write because I don't want to write. It was just cool. 
I'll tell you why. But first, you know, if you're just getting to know me, then before I became a writer and before I became a step family counselor and before I started running the best program in the world for stepmoms called Your Stepmom Story, which by the way, if you're not a member of it, then you're really missing out. But once upon a time, long, long ago, before I allowed myself to be aligned with who I really am, I worked as a registered nurse. And I love nurses. Nurses are some of the most incredible people I've ever met in my entire life. I love nurses. But I, my friend, I do not fit into that box very well. But once upon a time, back when I did try, I really tried to make myself fit into that box. When I did try to convince myself that nursing was a good career choice for me, Back when I did try very hard to convince other people that I was just a normal, stereotypically feminine, subservient, everyday gal who was just content to follow the rules and content to take orders from men. Back when I tried to put on this facade that, you know, my university degree and my white picket fence were all that I needed in order to feel fulfilled in life. Back then, I was not a very happy person. And what this has to do with you as a stepmom and as a woman is going to become clear in very short order. But basically, what I learned, what I've been trained and have been training myself to do, how I've been trained and how I've been training myself to behave and how I have been training, have been trained to behave. Basically, back then, my whole life I had been trained and was trained to make myself dance, basically dance like a puppet, dance like a puppet with the intentions of displaying to other people that my life was puppies shitting rainbows and kittens licking unicorns. I was no stranger to that, right? I was no stranger to making myself dance like a puppet with the sole purpose of proving to other people that I followed the social norms that they laid out for me. I went to school, I went to university, I had a traditionally feminine career, I got married, I inherited a child and another woman in the process, and my sole intention and sole purpose in life was to make it look like I made it, to make it look like I had it all together, to make it appear like I made it. I had not in fact made it, spoiler alert, I did not in fact make it, but that was what I was trying to do, right? Put on this illusion, put on this front, put on this facade that I made it. And so back then, I, I lived for the recognition of others. You know, I, I didn't get straight A's in school because it made me feel good. Well, it did, but only because of the recognition that I got from other people. I lived for the teacher's rec- recognition. I was such a teacher's pet. And, you know, I am a person who has a literal physical, visceral response to things like inequality and oppression. But I, back then, would watch my friends and my colleagues, sometimes complete strangers, sometimes myself, be damaged by systems that just were not set up up for them to succeed. I stood by and I watched this because I lived to be accepted by people that I perceived to be more powerful. I sacrificed my morals, my ethics, my values, all because I was more concerned about being accepted by 
and recognized by other people as a good, normal girl who ticked off all the boxes. Womp, womp. Now, you might be starting to wonder, like, what exactly? Great tangent, Brittany, but what exactly does this have to do with me, right? What does this have to do anything with why you took a break from podcasting for two weeks and why in the name of Buffy the Vampire Slayer did I think I was tuning into a podcast about step-parenting and now you've taken me down this rabbit trail. Like, I'm never going to get that five minutes back. What happened out there, team, right? (laughs) So there is a moral to this story. There is a moral to this story. And I wonder if there are parts and parallels here that might resonate with your journey as a stepmom, as a woman, maybe even if you're a bio parent who's tuning in to get an idea of what's going on in your stepmom partner's head. So the choice that I made to take a break from podcasting, even though it was only for two weeks, let me tell you what. Let me tell you about the significance of that and what it has to do with you in just a second. But first, I want to ask you, how often in life have you had the thought or the belief that your worth as a human being was dependent on how much you do for other people? How often in life have you had the thought or belief that you were only worthy based on how you performed, what your career was? How often in life have you bent your values or ignored your ethics or let your morals get really cloudy all because you were trying to glean the approval, gain the love, fit the mold? Something I've noticed is that there's this deeply common and deeply, deeply damaging thread between stepmoms and women. And I'm allowed to say this because I'm speaking about a past version of myself. But something I've noticed about most of us as a general rule is that the vast majority of the time, you know, the miserable stepmom, the languished woman is in that state Because the only place that she knows where to get her self-worth is from other people, other people's acceptance, other people's approval. I've noticed that the more we dance like puppets for other people, the more often that we just bend over backwards and try to shape shift ourselves into who we think other people want us to be, the more miserable we become. Like, do you know how many stepmoms I've talked to who have said, I get up at the ass crack of dawn to make sandwiches for my husband and cut the crusts off for my stepkids and bake cookies and clean the house all before I go to work. And I fucking hate them all for it because they don't care about me. They just walk all over me. Right? Well, why are you going to keep, why do you keep doing it? Well, if I don't do it, who will do it? If I don't do it, my husband will get mad. If I don't get it, my stepkids will like me. Right? Do you know how many stepmoms I've talked to who have said like, these are not my responsibilities and I don't want them, but I can't say no because my partner will be pissed off, right? I can't say no because I don't want my stepkids to hate me. I can't say no because then my stepkids other parent will think I'm a bitch and she'll make my life a hell, life hell. Like, do you know how many women I've watched 
women who once upon a time did not want to be homemakers, how many of them I've watched who have slowly, slowly, slowly allowed their lives to be completely consumed by child rearing and babying their partners, taking care of their partners, enabling their partners so that the woman they used to be has just been gobbled up and swallowed and she's got to drink herself to sleep every night so she can turn the regret down quiet enough. Do you know how many women I've watched who love being moms, who love being homemakers, who have to defend their choice to stay home and love their fucking children, who have to wade through judgments of being called lazy, gold-digging dirtbags, who have to hear that they're not contributing members of society. These women are literally making the biggest contribution in the world to our society by raising our kids. But they're made to feel worthless because they're not contributing to society, right? So if any of this is resonating with you, and if you are, like many of us do, but if you're still deriving your sense of self-worth based on the way other people approve or disapprove of you, then you are sailing a sinking ship, my friend. And I do not want to see you sail a sinking ship. Because if you're bending yourself, if you're molding yourself to fit into other people's boxes of what makes you a good woman, a good wife, a good good stepmom, a good, good enough, skinny enough, curvy enough, the right race, the right ethnicity, the right culture, the right gender, the right sexuality, the right career, you're performing, period. And I say this because I love you. And I say this because I get it. In all of my bones, I get it. And I say this because we have almost all at some point, and maybe even still, lived our lives with a little bit, at least a little bit of performance. Maybe a lot of performance. Maybe it varies from day to day right? But for as long as you continue to perform for others, especially when this performance for others is to make them think a certain way about you or make them need you in a certain way. Essentially, what you're really saying is that you are ashamed of who you really are. Why else would we, as a society, spend so much time analyzing and calculating how to act in order to convince other people that we are this version of ourselves, right? That due to our analysis and calculations, this version of ourselves that the other person might like more than they would like the real me, might admire me more than they would admire the real me, it's almost like life is just this big job interview, right? No one is anyone even even real on job interviews. It's like life is just this one big job interview. And instead of allowing ourselves to align with who we really are, we're just constantly switching our hats to figure out how to act like we're the most qualified candidate, how to perform like we're the most qualified candidate until we get the job, right? And I totally get it, right? Like I I really really get this. I lived like a chameleon for a really long time. But honestly, like, do you want to know why I wear Crocs? 
why I wear Crocs on my feet. It's literally a statement. I literally wear Crocs as an act of rebellion. Hashtag Croc punks. Like, do you know, do you want to know why I just pierced my nose? Why a 30 something year old woman just decided to get her nose pierced? Because I was told at some point in my life to take out my last nose piercing and my Monroe lip piercing when I was in nursing school because it was offensive. So me piercing my nose again, it was a statement. A statement that wearing Crocs and piercing my nose and I could freaking shave my head tomorrow doesn't change who I am. Just because it changes the way other people see me, it doesn't change who I am. And I'm not bending myself and molding myself to make other people think certain ways about me anymore. Because opinions are opinions are like assholes, right? Everybody's got one. So whether you learn this now or you learn this in 20 years from now, when the person staring back at you in the mirror has turned into a complete stranger, you know, like saltwater taffy that's been pulled and stretched by so many people that it's just not even recognizable anymore. Whether you learn this now or in 20 years, the simple fact of the matter is that neither you nor me nor our partners nor our stepkids will ever find what we're really looking for when we're looking to other people to get it. Neither you nor I nor our partners nor our stepkids or our kids, none of us will ever, ever, ever feel like we are good enough when we're constantly hinging how we feel about ourselves on another person's opinions. Like, isn't it just completely ironic that we spend so much time trying to control and manipulate how we appear to other people. We spend so much time trying to be someone different so that other people see us differently. And then with the rest of our time, we spend it fussing about what the kids are eating or not eating, what the kids' other parent is wearing or not wearing, who they're dating, right? We spend all this time and energy trying to make other people act the way we want them to because we think it'll make us feel happy. But hear me when I say this. The only reason somebody would try to change someone else, to change someone else's behavior, is because they themselves are still looking to everyone else for approval. They themselves are still looking for other people to tell them who to be. And that's why they think they're entitled to tell other people who they should be. So as much as taking a break for two weeks from podcasting might seem like it's no big deal to one person, right? And it might seem completely irresponsible to another person. And it might seem like a great idea to somebody else. And it might seem like a letdown and a betrayal to another person. But I've finally arrived at a place in my life where after spending hundreds and hundreds of hours writing and creating over the past five months straight, after my creativity came to a halt and my body and my mind asked me to rest, I had two options. I had option A, which was how I used to do things, which is how I used to live my life, like a chameleon, where I thought, 
what would everyone else want me to do? What would everyone else expect me to do? And then I had option B, which was what feels right to me right now? Why are my body and my mind asking me to rest, asking me to take a step back? Am I trying to avoid something by wanting to take a break from podcasting or am I just genuinely being authentic? How am I lining up with my vision and my values by making this choice? And realizing, observing myself, having these types of conversations with myself, that's a trip in itself. Recognizing that I would rather have one friend, one follower, one customer who I was completely and totally authentic with than have a million friends, a million followers, a million customers of whom I felt I had to put on a show for, perform for. People who liked me for somebody I wasn't. People who followed me for the wrong reasons. People I was misleading because I was ashamed to be myself. Like I know I'm not for everyone. And you know what? I love that. I love that so much because it means if you are my friend, if you are my follower, if you are a client of mine right here, right now, you are here for the full, authentic, unpolished version of me. And I share this seemingly trivial topic of saying no to recording a couple of podcasts because this also translates into saying no to things like taking on extra childcare responsibilities. This also translates to placing and maintaining firm boundaries. And this is the type of work that we do in the stepmom story, right? This onion peeling, performance stripping, armor penetrating work that fucking completely frees you. It fucking completely frees you. It's so liberating. This work gives you so much love for yourself and so much confidence in yourself and so much conviction with where you are taking your life that when you look back at the things that used to run your mind and run your emotions and run your schedule, you have to pick your jaw up off the floor for how far you've come. My worth is not determined by my productivity. My worth is not dependent on other people's opinions. My worth is not determined by how many meals I cook at home or how many pieces of spinach I get down my kids' throats or how many pairs of Lululemon pants I own or how many people I've slept with or how many jobs I've been fired from. My worth is not dependent on how many times my partner's been married before. It's not dependent on how many kids I have or don't have or how many fucking pounds that I weigh. So if this is resonating with you, if you are sick of living your life for other people, if you are sick of performing for other people, so much so that you're not really sure anymore where they end and where you begin, then come along, my friend. This journey back to yourself is something that only you can do. And it's not easy, right? But it's something only you can do. But that doesn't mean that you have to do it alone. So I just want to end off, I guess, with, uh, I keep getting this, I keep getting this vision, not vision, I guess, visual in my mind. Um, I don't know if anyone else did this in high school biology class, 
but in high school biology class, we had to do an assignment. I think it might have been biology 30, maybe. So grade 12 biology. We had to do an assignment where we created a 3D diorama of a cell like the cells that make up our body. We could choose to do an animal cell or we could choose to do a plant cell. And something, one of the parts of those cells, something that every single cell has that makes it a cell is a cell membrane, right? That thing that holds the stuff inside of the cell, inside of the cell. The thing that makes the cell different from other cells, And so what I imagine, what I'm imagining in my mind or what I'm seeing in my mind is this vision of like these high school biology 3D dioramas of trying to make a cell, right? Imagine that you are the cell and there's the nucleus and there's the mitochondria and there's all of the other stuff inside of the cells, right? That cell knows what's supposed to be in it. But when you don't have that cell membrane, right, when you don't know where you start, where other people end, there is no cell membrane. They're just globbing their nucleus in with you. They're just globbing their mitochondria in with you. And so what this work does is it shows you how to scoop up your cell goop and put it inside of your cell wall and leave it in there. You don't need to look for other people's stuff. You don't need to look for somebody else's nucleus to put it in you. You don't need to look for somebody else's, I can't even remember all the cell parts right now, but I think you understand what I'm saying. Because at the end of the day, you are the only person who can be you. Your partner can't decide who you are. Your stepkids can't decide who you are and vice versa. You don't get to decide who your partner is. You don't get to decide who your stepkids are. You don't get to decide who their other parent is. That's their job. It's their job to put their cell goop inside of their cell wall. And it's your job to put your cell goop inside of your cell wall. I hope that made sense. It did in my mind. I guess we'll see. Send me a message on Instagram. We can talk about cell goop all that you want at the Step Queen if you don't follow me already. And I will see you back here actually factually next week same place same time i hope this episode got your wheels turning and showed you just how powerful you are i would invite you to take 30 seconds and tap subscribe to this podcast when you subscribe to the podcast then rest assured you will never miss an episode and in no time spinning your wheels will be a thing of the past Thank you for listening and subscribing. And if you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the absolute world to me if after you subscribed, you jumped on over and left me a five-star review and better yet, a written review. I am on a mission to let every mom and stepmom know that you can create the life of your dreams. And I need your help to change the world. The world needs us. Thank you so much for subscribing and leaving me a five-star review. I will see you next week, same time, same place. Oh.
for more behind the scenes action and to get really up close and personal with me and our beautiful step family, jump on over to Instagram and follow me at the step queen. Don't be shy. Send me a DM. Tag me in your posts, tag me in your stories, let me know what you're up to and what about the podcast has been blowing your mind. I cannot wait to get to know you better and Instagram is my jam. I love you so much. I love you so much. Make it rain, girlfriend. <laughs>